If you could take a moment, just a quick moment, to step outside of yourself, completely remove yourself from yourself in your present situation and your relationship with a borderline or a narcissist, what would you see? Welcome to this podcast of My Inner Torch. Happy New Year. Uh, This is probably the first podcast that I've recorded in 2022, even though a couple have been uploaded. They were recorded before the holiday season. And I certainly hope that we all survived the holiday season. I know I'm going to be referring to it in several upcoming podcasts because I do have some things to uh, share with you how things went and how things went for you. Did you survive? Did you have some eggshell experiences? Did you experience splitting? How did your borderline or how did your cluster B interface with you and the rest of your family during the holidays? Because those can be particularly stressful times. But this particular podcast is going to focus on from the outside looking in because we are so heavily invested in our relationships with our cluster B, with our borderline, that we become immersed, we become blind, we become detached from reality, detached from normalcy. So the exercise I want to kind of illustrate today is one in which we, and I've done this myself, where you you just detach yourself completely from the situation. You take away the emotional investment that you have with your cluster B and you actually come out of the fog, if for just a minute or two, to actually see what kind of advice you would give yourself if you were totally removed from your situation. Remember the podcast, it's not you, it's the situation. If you haven't listened to it, I encourage you to do so because we tend, and I know from my own personal experience, to become so immersed, so focused on the borderline, so focused on the narcissist, so focused on trying trying to make things better trying to create a better world, trying to change their version of reality that we lose ourselves. I call the situation triple D, the relationship that I have with my wife of almost 20 years is triple D. And what does that mean? It's dysfunctional, disordered, and dysregulated. My relationship with my you BPD wife who is comorbid with narcissistic personality disorder is dysfunctional. It's disordered and it's dysregulated. And I can be honest with myself. I have come out of the fog and I can be a fly on the wall. I can tell you with no emotion that my relationship is triple D it's completely dysfunctional. It's completely disordered and it's completely dysregulated. My wife has done another triple D. She's detached. She has devalued and she has discarded me numerous times over two decades. And I can see that now. And I understand that now. And what I think you have to understand is that when this process happens and inevitably it will, the time in which they go back to being the way they are, if they come back, they breadcrumb you, if they hoover you, if they bring you back into the fold, the time between coming back into the fold and being thrown out of the fold will be shorter each and every time. 
So if you could step outside of yourself for just a moment and be rational, come out of the fear and the obligation and the guilt that you may feel in your relationship, what would you see? Would you recognize it for what it is? And if you recognize it, will you finally be able to kind of understand it, accept it and decide how you want to deal with it instead of just surviving? Because that's what we are. We're survivors. So think about that. Think about it and really take a moment to be rational. It's, it's so sad for me personally to read on bulletin boards all of the victims out there of relational abuse, whether it's on the hands of a narc or by the hands of a narc or a borderline. Why, why, why do we not see the forest for the trees? Why don't we step outside? Why don't we have a vision from the outside looking in? And it's interesting because a lot of people who are, I guess, not codependent, who are not caretakers of somebody who can sniff it out, who can see the disordered, dysfunctional and dysregulated person that borderlines and narcissists are, uh, those people that are settled in themselves, those people who have self-respect and self-worth are repelled. They are disgusted. They quickly see the situation for what it is. So how can it be that people like myself and perhaps you get sucked in and drawn in to these relationships, for lack of a better word, and excuse my French, they're not relationships, they are relation S-H-I-T's, because that's what they are. They're dysfunctional, they're dysregulated, and they are disordered. So think about that. This is kind of a wake-up call for 2022. For you to take a moment to give yourself some self-value, some self-worth, and believe in yourself instead of looking for the mirage of the person that you thought you were with when they truly never existed. And that is a very difficult thing to come to terms with. I'll be honest with you. That is something I'm working on and I continue to work on. This podcast is part of the catharsis that helps me move forward because it is an opportunity for me to be a mouthpiece, for lack of a better term, to warn people as a public service. Those of us who are still confused, those of us who are going through the seven stages of acceptance and trying to move on, I can tell you I've been through that laundromat, that emotional laundromat, the spin cycle, I'm still there. But the difference is, is that I recognize it for what it is. And when you do, I can tell you that you will feel a tremendous sense of solace. You'll feel like you have come through a dark tunnel and the light is there. And then it's up to you to do what you feel you need to do, whether you stay or whether you go. At least you know you're in the know and the knowledge is power. The knowledge is part of the healing process. Stop being confused. If your borderline or if your narc is abusing you, is not giving you what you need and what you deserve in a relationship, which starts with respect, starts with seeing you and not victimizing you and not dragging you through this emotional spin cycle on a repetitive basis. We tend to go back 
to the well one too many times. We tend to, we tend to exercise forgiveness because that's what we are. We're forgiving people. We're caring people. We want to help the borderline. We want to help the cluster B. And I hate to tell you this, but there is no helping them unless they want to help themselves. And that process is a very, very long one. It requires commitment on their behalf, not you. You cannot, and I repeat, you cannot fix them. Take it from me. I've tried for over 20 years and I don't have the tools because the person I'm trying to fix doesn't have the capacity to be fixed. There's no fixing. And so I look at this relationship. I think when you get to the the final part where you finally understand things, I look at this as a terminal relationship, meaning that it's almost like a cancer. Essentially, if the, if the relationship is terminal, it's dead, it's flatlining, then you try to make the best of it that you possibly can. But you have to understand that you know, you, you try to make the times as good. And that's what I'm trying to do for myself and my youngest daughter. But I do know that there is a finite end to this relationship because I do know that if I choose to remain, then it's on me. It's on me and it's on you. You can't blame anybody but yourself. As I said, in many podcasts that I've done previous to this over 60 of them now, almost 70, nobody's holding a gun to my head. Nobody's holding me here against my will. I choose to remain. And so if I choose to remain, then I need to arm myself with knowledge and I need to work on healing myself because my borderline will not heal me. I will not get what I need out of this relationship. Neither will you. So think of why. Take that moment to go from the outside and look inward Take a moment to be rational. Take a moment to strip away all the emotion, all the confusion, all the hurt. Look at the relationship for what it really is. Look at your dynamic between yourself and your cluster B. What does it look like? Is it triple D? Is it dysfunctional, disordered, and dysregulated? Is it not right? Are you miserable? If you're miserable, then it's not right. If it doesn't feel good, it's not right. Abuse is not love, folks. Even though we may in some form or fashion, if we're codependent, if we're a caretaker, we try to interpret whatever goodness as being love, that they really do care, that there is a good person deep down in there. There isn't. They may function intellectually. They may function in society. But behind closed doors, if they're abusing you, then that is what it is. It is abuse. It is not love. Do not misinterpret their actions. And don't fall for the hoovering. Don't fall for the breadcrumbing. And don't be sandbagged. And if you don't know what sandbagging is, listen to that podcast, which I did just a few weeks ago. Because they will sandbag. They don't accept responsibility for anything. And they will future fake you. If you allow them. Remember, new episodes uploaded every single Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And also, myinnertorch at gmail.com. Please feel free to reach out to me. I appreciate uh, hearing back from you. Any comments, suggestions, experiences. We're all in this together. Be well, and in whatever you do, be good. This has been My Inner Torch. <laughs>